Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I once saw a shirt that uh, I really loved. It was said on it, everything you need to know in life, you can learn from Winnie the Pooh. And uh, I got to thinking about that, and I was like, what do they mean by that? And then I got to thinking about Winnie the Pooh. All the characters, all the, you know, things. And I started saying, you know, it's pretty close. I mean, because Winnie the Pooh teaches you to accept one another for all their differences. I mean, because all the characters are way different. You have a tiger or a tigger. You have Winnie the Pooh, who is a cuddly, uh, cuddly little, waddly little bear. You have Eeyore, who is a donkey. You got Rabbit, Owl. You got Piglet. You can't forget Piglet. You can't forget Piglet. Then you have, of course, Kanga and Roo. And then Christopher Robin, of course. And they're all different. Every single creature is different. Every single and and each of them had different personalities. You had Owl, the wise old owl, who was, you know, of course, apparently older than everybody, and he told these lengthy, boring stories. And that many people, you know, he'd be like, Oh, that reminds me of when and people are like, Oh, gotta go, you know. <laughs> and they rush off real quick. As he continues on his story, and it is amazing how the owl would still continue his story even when no one else was around. He would continue to tell his story. And you had Eeyore, which Eeyore is one of my favorite characters, because no matter how good life was for Eeyore, it was always dreary. He'd get a brand new house. Oh, well, I guess I got to clean now. Didn't matter how good things were. He always saw the bad in it. And then, of course, he had Winnie the Pooh, who was always... That's, the only thing he thought about was honey. Honey and more honey and even more honey. That's all he wanted. And then, of course, you had Tigger. Tigger just loved to, to be out, be with friends, doing things. He was, you know, Some would probably call him intrusive. Because he would just bound through your door. Didn't matter if you were sleeping or you had your head stuck in a honeypot. You'd bound through your door. Want to know what you're doing. And he was always optimistic about everything. Didn't matter how big the job was. He could get it done. With just a little bit of energy and a bounce. You know, we are a lot like Winnie the Pooh. Our church is a lot like Winnie the Pooh. We're made up of different personalities, different walks of life, different things. Things that have happened to us have have made us who we are, and we all look at things differently. I love Piglet. Piglet was quiet, right? But Piglet, you know, even though he was small and quiet and he was clean, he liked to clean things, which never made sense. He was a pig, but he liked to clean. But he was kind of the glue that kept everything together. He was that still, quiet voice that always 
encouraged, always loved, always found a way. You know, we have a still quiet voice in our lives. A person who loves us no matter what, no matter if we're in a hurry, no matter if we've made a mess of things, no matter if we look at things with a dreary outlook or an optimistic outlook, He loves us just for who we are in every step of the way. And we need to be thankful. The thing I love most about Piglet was he was thankful for everything. Everything. And that is why you can learn almost everything you need to know from Winnie the Pooh. Especially how to love. Let us be thankful. Let us read Psalm 100. We're going to read the entire psalm. It's not very long. It's only about five verses. But we're in Psalm 100. It says, Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before Him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is He who made us, and we are His. We are His people, the sheep of His pasture. Enter His gates with thanksgiving and His courts with praise. Give thanks to Him and praise His name. For the Lord is good and His love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. Let us pray. Lord God, we thank You, Father, for Your Word. Lord, give us the message You'd have us here this morning as we give You thanks for all things. In Jesus' name, Amen. I love how it begins. It says, Shout for joy, all the earth. Shout for joy. Now, this isn't just a simple shout. This means shout. Everything you have in you, shout for joy. That means to the top of your lungs. Now, I'm not going to do it because it would probably scare some people here, but I could ask a couple of the girls in here to shout for me, and if they did their job, you would, I mean, they'd hear them down the street because that's what it means to shout. Shout for joy. Lift up your voice unto the Lord. Shout for joy, all the earth. Why should all the earth shout for joy? Because all the earth was created by God. Everyone take a deep breath. Let it out. I don't want you holding your breath and turning purple. That breath you just took was a gift from God. Amen? Every breath we take is a gift from God. I loved how that video started. You know, we wake up unaware of ourselves. Sometimes we forget about who we really are. Because who we really are is not what the world perceives us. It's not the job we do, nor... The, the family we belong to. It doesn't matter what kind of job you have, whether it is a, a successful job or a dreary job or a, a dead-end job. It doesn't matter. Those, those things don't define you. That's, that's things you do in this life, but those aren't what defines you. What defines you is the fact that you were created by God. You are the work of His hands. You should be thankful for every day you have, for every moment every person that's in your life, and every life that you touch, you should be thankful. Because God has given you a present. He's giving you a future. He tells you, I have a plan for you and a purpose for you in this world. And that, we should be thankful for. Unfortunately, the reality is, Christians, we should be thankful for more than than anyone else in the world. We have a loving Savior who died on the cross for our sins so that we could have life eternally. 
And he rose rose from the grave to show us that life is in him and that if he rose, that he would have us rise with him. For if he is the firstborn of the resurrection, aren't we all going to be risen one day? Death does not keep us. Death is not the end of all things. Death is just the beginning. The beginning of eternity. And we should be thankful. But because of what the Lord has done for us, we have a bright future. Amen? We have tons to be greatly thankful for, Christians. So here's the question. Christians, why do we come on Sunday mornings? Like we're going to the dentist's office. Why do we enter his house with worries and cares and burdens? Why do we think that we're sitting here because of obligation? And why do we look like we would be happier if we were any other place? It says, shout for joy. Come into his courts. Do you not know that you are in the court of the Lord our God, the living God, today, this morning, right now? So why isn't there a smile on your face? The reality is many of us Christians, we're a lot like Eeyore, aren't we? We're a lot like Eeyore. Though we should be like Tigger, we're Eeyore. And we look like Eeyore. And then you wonder why people don't want to come to church. How many of you want to go to a stable where all the donkeys are? I didn't see a hand. Nobody wants to be around the donkeys too long, do they? Have you been around pessimistic people? Have you been around somebody who, no matter how good it, they could have won the, the, the lottery and they're going, well, now I've got to pay taxes. I'm in a higher tax bracket. You don't like to stay around those kind of people very long, do you? Why don't you want to stay around those kind of people very long? They bring you down, don't they? Even when you're uh, the joyous times in your life, around those people, pretty soon if you spend a lot of time with those people, you're just as dreary as they are. You want to know why the world doesn't um, isn't interested in what happens in a church these days? Because most people that say they're Christians, they walk around like Eeyore. And those that are out in the world, they're sitting there going, man, those people are living like they're dead. That's the last thing I want to do. Yet we have life, don't we? We have life in us. We have hope in us. We have future. We know the God who holds everything. And we should be thankful. We should be shouting for joy. We should be happy. We should be energetic. We should be so excited to share the gospel with every single person because that is great news. The word gospel means what? Good news. Not mediocre news. Good news. I'd like to say, one of my favorite, uh, well, I hate to say it, one of my favorite serial cartoon characters that I love the most is Tony the Tiger. You know what I'm talking about? It's not good. It's great. Amen? Is God good? He's good, but He's really great. There's nothing greater than God. That's what Psalm 100 is talking about. 
David is singing praises to the Lord. He's shouting for joy. He's worshiping God. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before Him with joyful songs. What was that? Come before Him with what? Joyful songs. Why is most of our services like a funeral? Are we here to celebrate death? Or are we here to celebrate life? If you're here to celebrate life, you'd have a smile on your face, amen? If you're truly living, you wouldn't, you'd probably never frown. You should put a smile on her face. I remember meeting this woman. She was in her 90s. It was amazing. I was listening to the story about this, this lady who, she was in her 90s and she was going to the nursing home. And the day, the morning that she was going to the nursing home, that her, her family got up and they expected to go in there and, and get her ready. And then they found her dressed in a nice dress, had a pretty hat on. She had her purse and she was sitting on the edge of the bed with a smile. And they looked at her and they said, is everything okay? She goes, I'm ready to go. Okay. Well, they loaded her in the car. And they started driving, and as soon as they got to the nursing home, they, they got her out and they took her in. And she had a smile on her face, and the, the, some of the staff met her at the door to welcome her. And she, she was just, oh, so happy and, and thankful. She was like, oh, it's so nice to meet you. I'm looking forward to, to, to getting to know you better. And they were like, well, let us show your room. She goes, I love it already. And she goes, well, you haven't even seen it. How, how can you say you love it? You haven't even seen your room yet. She goes, because happiness is, is a choice. You know, I had many things in my life that I could have let just sap every bit of joy out of my life. But I learned long ago, if I choose that no matter what happens, I'm going to be thankful, then no matter what you show me, will ever be able to take the joy from my heart. She goes, I have joy in my Lord, and I have joy in my life, and no matter how old I get, until the Lord takes me home, I'm going to be thankful and joyful that I'm here. And all I could see, all I could say to that was, "Amen, Lord, may I be like that." Another gentleman, he was in his late 80s. He had no legs, and but he had his wheelchair, and he was at the nursing home. And every morning he'd wake up, he would, he would hit the button for someone to come help him to get into his wheelchair. And he'd get into his wheelchair, and he would go around to all the rooms, and he would say, good morning, how are you today? And he'd be singing down the hallway songs of praise and thanksgiving. He'd be singing songs all day long, and some of the staff, you know, they... They were telling about this man, and they said, you know, when I was working here before he got here, I remember how I dreaded coming to work. I hated coming to work. But when he got here, the first couple of days, I thought it was irritating. He would come wheeling around and just saying hi to everybody and asking how they were doing, and he'd be singing songs, and he'd be praying with people, and he'd be just happy-go-lucky, and he, the staff would be like, man, I, it just irritated me. He says, you know what? Now he's been here for six months, and I can't wait to come to work. I can't wait to be around this man. 
I can't wait to hear his songs of praise. I can't wait to hear his voice. And when he passed, the entire nursing home mourned him. Because they said, now it's not going to be so much fun coming to work. When everything gets said and done, is that going to be what's said of your life? Oh, he loved the Lord so much. He worshipped with joy and gladness. He was thankful for all things. He gave praise and glory to God no matter what the circumstance, no matter what the trial, no matter what the tribulation. Or are they going to say, well, there was just another dreary Christian. We need to be worshipful and thankful. If you don't get used to worshiping with gladness here, what are you going to do when you get to heaven? Think about it. If you cannot worship with joy and gladness here, oh, you're going to be so miserable in heaven. If you don't like shouts of thanksgiving, if you can't handle some noise, you're going to be so disappointed when you get to heaven. Because there's going to be praise when you get to heaven. The Bible tells us what? In God's throne room, angels fly around constantly, what? Singing praise. Glory, glory, glory. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. They say it continuously. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is is to come. See, I'm already getting on some of your nerves. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. What are you going to do in heaven when you get there? Because they can't stop singing praises. They can't stop. The Bible tells us if we stop singing the praises, what will happen? The rocks will cry out. That would be so freaky. (laughs) Wouldn't it? You just sitting there one day and all of a sudden the rocks start singing praises to God. You're like, I'm definitely not sitting there. If we don't give Him the praise due to Him, the other creation will. But guess what, people? We were made special for that. Did you know it? We were made special. We were created in God's image to give Him the praise and the glory that is due Him. We should be happy. We should be thankful. Because He made us. We are His people. We are the sheep of His pasture. Enter His courts with thanksgiving, His courts with praise. Give thanks and praise Him. For the Lord is good. Amen? And His love endures forever. And His faithfulness continues through all generations. Every promise that He gave to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, He gave to their descendants. He gave to that generation and the generation to come. And guess what? He's given those promises to even us today. Jesus, when He walked this earth, He gave His disciples the good news to give all the world to all the people. And we are results. We are here today because they were faithful with that word. Amen? They shared it. I love Paul and Silas. Amen? You remember the story of Paul and Silas when they were in prison? Shackled to the walls, what were they doing? Singing praise. They had just gotten beaten and flogged and chained to the wall. And they were singing praise. 
Some of you look like you've been beaten and flogged and chained to a wall. But I haven't seen any songs of praise this morning. Where's the songs of praise? Where's the thankfulness? As we enter into this time of holiday when we are to remember the things that God has done for us. Because that's the reason for holidays. In the Jewish tradition as well in our tradition. Why do we give thanks? Why do we have such a holiday as Thanksgiving? Because there was a time when things were, were dreary and hopeless. And God came through. God showed His His love and His mercy and His sufficiency and we thank Him for it. When the first settlers came here, they spent time in darkness, basically. They didn't know what they were going to do. They didn't know how they were going to feed themselves. And if it wasn't for the love and mercy and kindness of local Indians, they would have all starved to death. And guess what? It probably wouldn't be the country we are today. But they showed their kindness just total strangers. People who were of different skin, different culture, different language. But they were thankful. And they gave of themselves so that somebody else would be thankful. And I am thankful that my God has put people in my life who have given of themselves so that I can know His Word, know His truth, know His message, and guess what? I am thankful every day. For I would not be as blessed as I am today if it wasn't for my Lord and Savior. Are you thankful? Oh, oh. Let me try this again. Are you thankful? Well, let's start acting like it. Let us pray. Lord God, we thank You. We thank you, Father, for all your blessings and all your gifts. Lord God, we are so, so thankful for your Son, Jesus Christ, whom you gave to die on the cross for our sins, to rise three days later, that you, he stepped out of heaven, left on his throne above, and came down here to live that perfect sinless life, to die the death we could not uh, die, Lord, to pay the debt we could not pay, and to live for us and to rise again and give us hope. So, Lord, we give you thanks and glory and honor. May you be praised and worshiped this morning as we give you all of our hearts, everything that you've done for us. Lord, we thank you and we ask that you go with us this week. May we share our thankfulness and may the the love and joy and worship that is in our hearts be infectious to those around us so that they will see the good things that we do and glorify our Father in heaven. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.